Good morning, everybody. This is the day the Lord has made. We rejoice and we are glad in it. Uh, extra, extra read all about it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are in the midst of our uh, over and above giving season where we are trusting God to do the unusual, the ridiculous, and even the supernatural. We're thanking God in advance that on November the 12th, November the 12th, uh, we are believing God that you are going to partner with us for $1 million in one day over and above our regular giving. Uh, when it is that uh, the Lord assigned me to New Birth Cathedral, it's hard for me to believe four years ago, I was met with a uh, $4 million deficit. Uh, $4 million held over the head of the ministry. And God says, Jamal, I'm going to give you the blueprint on how it is that you're going to get it done. Uh, good morning, Your Honor. Uh, I am uh, so excited that uh, four years later, we have shifted from uh, $32 million to $13 million. Only God could have done that. I'm believing that it's going to go down even further. November 12th, I want you to make pledges as to how it is that you're going to line up in lockstep uh, to what it is that uh, God is uh, calling us to do so that we might, in fact, be a debt-free ministry. I want you to know the kind of God that we serve, that even with uh, $32 million worth of debt, we are in the middle of three different campaigns at the exact same time. I want to first share with you that uh, I am grateful for the city of uh, Stonecrest, uh, for our beloved mayor and the city council who has signed our permit, given us permission, uh, that in the spring, as soon as the weather breaks, we are going to break ground on 150 houses. 150 houses on our property to reintroduce to our community and to this generation first-time home ownership. 150 houses. By next year, this time, 150 new families will be walking in to brand new homes. I'm grateful for it. Secondarily, I was awakened to a dream, a vision a visitation from the Holy Spirit back in June uh, that says, uh, Jamal, uh, the black church used to be the cornerstone of culture, but somehow or another it, is, uh, it has missed that, that the modern black church is absent of art and has replaced art with LED walls. There is no reflection of artistic expression in the new church. And as a consequence, we are about to open up the uh, Birthright Cultural Art Center, which will uh, hold over 150 pieces of art. And we are grateful that we'll expose to children in our county and our community the best of diasporic art and artisans who will hold it residentially uh, on our campus. Thirdly, ladies and gentlemen, November 11th, 
I want somebody to write it on the screen for me, please. November 11th. I need somebody to write. November 11th. I want to formally invite all of you to the ribbon cutting, not the groundbreaking. The ribbon cutting is November 11th. We are opening on our campus a full service multi-million dollar health clinic so that people in our community will have access to the best of uh, technological services. Bishop Swan, thank you for being a voice uh, for the Palestinian struggle. Thank you, Bishop Talbot Swan, for being outspoken for our people and for our community. November 11th, we are believing by faith uh, that it will be a, a five-star, a top-tier clinic. We've got the best of doctors. Uh, for those who are looking for a place of uh, safe haven uh, for your body, you'll be able to get screened. Uh, you'll be able to get um, uh, access to uh, uh, the best of technology. Uh, the Bible says that our people die from a lack of knowledge. African Americans were overwhelmingly impacted by COVID-19 from pre-existing conditions. And uh, the reality is most black men only go to the hospital when they're coming through the emergency uh, room. Uh, but I wanna believe by faith that uh, we're gonna be able to take a bite out of that inequity and be able to serve this community. November 11th, ask that you'll put it on your things to do. I want you to see it. We are one of the very few uh, within the black church spectrum uh, that has it at this time, but I am praying that this will uh, have an impact on churches all over the country. But this morning you have come for prayer and the Holy Spirit led me on what it is we're gonna pray about. The Geneva Convention put in place what is the standard for warfare? Is that uh, when you are engaged in warfare, civilians should not be targeted. Civilians should not be blatantly murdered. Civilians should not be kidnapped. Civilians should not be raped. And children who are civilians should not be impacted. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday, an atrocity of humanity took place that a hospital was bombed in Gaza and countless untold casualties have been snatched. The wounded, the maimed, and the sick found themselves not already at death's door, but now under the welcome mat of death. When the bomb first went off, Israel tweeted that this is what they deserved and this is what was necessary to happen. When the world then began to scream and outcry and outrage they took all of the tweets down.
recanted their statement and said that they had no idea what has happened. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not want to hear this morning about you picking a political side or I do not want to hear white evangelicals saying that you got to stand with Israel because where Israel is in the Bible. Albert Einstein, who himself was Jewish, says, I shudder at the thought that as a Jewish community, he used the word Zionist, that we would, after surviving the Holocaust, do to the Palestinians what it is that the Nazis did to us. Nelson Mandela said from Robbins Island Prison that as we strive towards freedom, we cannot speak about freedom if we do not involve the conversation of the Palestinians. Martin Luther King Jr. from a Birmingham jail said none of us are free until all of us are free. And today, Brothers and sisters, I am grieved that talking heads on Western media outlets are playing who shot John, trying to figure out who ascribes responsibility. When we know that the Palestinians did not bomb themselves, did not wound themselves, did not injure themselves. I want you to have a full grasp of knowledge that according to Doctors Without Borders, please be mindful of this, 5,556 pregnant Palestine women are due in the next 30 days. I better say that again. According to Doctors Without Borders, 5,556 pregnant Palestinian women are due in the next 30 days. And they are at great danger, at high risk, because to add insult to injury, they have been given 48 hours to move. I know what that feels like. You know what it feels like when people throw a rock and they hide their hand. I'm praying for you this morning as I pray for our Palestinian brothers and sisters who are in the struggle. For those of you who are online this morning and you are not members of New Birth, I invite you to go back and watch our Sunday broadcast because in the middle of the service, I zoomed in from Gaza, a Palestinian Christian that nobody is talking about. When she said that the greatest threat that is taking place right now in Gaza that is getting absolutely no media coverage is that of Palestinian Christians. That while bombs are dropping, while warfare is ensuing, Palestinian Christians are being massacred, maimed, and imprisoned because of their belief in our son of God. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know whether you read the memo, but America boasts to be a Christian nation. And yet nothing is being said. Nothing is being done. And this Christian nation is turning a blind eye while it is that a whole people are facing genocide. I'm gonna pray for them, but I also wanna pray for you this morning because there are those of you who have been hurt, who have been wounded, who have been traumatized by people who will take no responsibility for what they have done to your life. Ladies and gentlemen, it's painful when people wound you and you confront them about it and they act completely oblivious. There was nothing more stirring than to function and to face as an adult what it is that was done to you as a child. And in the full grasp of maturity, you go to that family member and they ask you to sweep it under the rug because you don't want to get so-and-so in trouble. It's a horrid thing when you're finally able to find your voice and where it is that you find the greatest consternation of pain is at the place where you should be healed, which is your church. Ladies and gentlemen, I read many years ago, you are not responsible who knocked you down. You are responsible to get up. That sounds good for motivational speakers talking to kids who are bullied in a playground. It does not sound the same way of strength for a whole nation of people who are finding themselves obliterated while the Western world acts as if it is okay. Ladies and gentlemen, a cabinet minister for Israel said uh, yesterday in the Israel Times that we are fighting them like they are the jungle people they are. This is in the press in 2023. And so I ask you, as a Christian, as a black Christian, how do we not say anything? When, uh, according to that great Negro writer, we serve the God of the oppressed. So I'm praying for them and I'm praying for you and I'm praying for us because I don't know who dropped the bomb where it is that black people inadequately don't have access to health care. Who dropped the bomb? The black communities are finding themselves surrounded and shrouded by boarded up houses or find their space being infringed upon by gentrification. Who dropped the bomb? Public schools don't have access to technology but have metal detectors. Who dropped the bomb when it is that uh, public school teachers are making less money than garbage collectors? Who dropped the bomb when young black men can only get access to higher education if they're dribbling, dribbling a basketball or throwing a football but can't find money for scholarships 
if they want to go into engineering or graphic design, who dropped the bomb when America spends six times as much on military and defense than it does on education and serving the ecosystem? Who dropped the bomb? Ladies and gentlemen, while it is that the house is without a speaker, the kingdom is not without a savior. While it is that the house is without a speaker, no real legislation can advance, no finances can be uh, stroked, but we serve a living savior. And because he lives, all fear is gone. Life is worth the living just because he lives. Ladies and gentlemen, let's pray. Good and gracious God, the creator of the universe, we pray for peace. We pray for peace that will cover even our Muslim brothers and sisters. We pray for peace even around our Jewish brothers and sisters. We pray for peace for our Christian brothers and sisters. We pray, dear Lord, for divine intervention that you will cover the lives of the innocent. We pray, dear Lord, that you will be a rock of Gibraltar for those who find themselves occupied on their own land. We pray for those who are finding themselves being ill-treated in subhuman conditions. We pray, dear Lord, that you will seize governmental authorities, that they might be stirred within their own consciousness to know that more is expected and required. God, we pray for a hedge fence of protection for the 5,556 pregnant women who find themselves in peril, find themselves unprotected. We pray, dear Lord, for peace that the Western world and our elected representatives will in fact find a semblance of consciousness that they will speak truth to power, that they will high, highly herald their voices. I pray for peace for those who are demonstrating around the world today, that because they are registering their discontentment, that they will not find themselves on the other end of the battering ram of injustice, alignment, misalignment, and oppression. I pray that you will undergird new birth so that we can do what it is that you have called us to do and that this will in fact be an infectious spirit of the prophetic mantle that you have released into the earth that the church will not cower in a corner but will stand in all resolve that if God be for us who can be against us Lord we stand on your shoulders that that's where the government will be upon your shoulders. Thank you, dear Lord, that you said in the time of trouble, you will hide us. God, there's trouble in Gaza. There's trouble in Israel. There's trouble on the West Bank. I need you to hide us. I need you to fight for us. You said, dear Lord, in the time of trouble, you'll hide us when a mother and father forsake us. Lord, lift us up when the enemy comes in like a flood. Raise up a standard. And we believe you for it. 
We know that you can. We believe that you will. Now, God, those who are on this prayer line and have been knocked around by life, give us the strength to stand, to get our focus, to reclaim our vision. We believe it to be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you will, let's pray for Palestine. Let's pray for our children. Let's pray for 5,556 women. Let's pray that new birth will do the work of him who sent us. I want you to go to our website. Please drop it in the thread for me, newbirth.org. We're endeavoring to build clinics. We're endeavoring well, to open clinics. We're not, it's already built. We opened that clinic on November 11th. We're building 150 houses. And we're opening up a museum. We're doing it for the culture. I want you to go to newbirth.org. Stand with me to make a difference and to raise our light. Let me announce to you uh, what I uh, failed to do on Sunday. Uh, New Birth, you ought to be proud of yourselves that we have sent already $10,000 worth of aid to Palestinian refugees. This week I sent uh, Sunday $10,000 worth of aid to Palestinian refugees. We have been given a short window of time. They're without medical supplies. They're without food. They're without shelter. I am one of the very few churches uh, who have uh, stepped up uh, to do it. Proud to do so and want to do even more. I want to thank my colleagues and comrades, uh, Dr. Freddie Haynes from Friendship West Baptist Church is partnering with us. Bishop Talbot Swan from Church of God in Christ is partnering with us. And uh, Reverend Stephen Green from uh, St. Luke AMA Church in Harlem, New York is also partnering with us. Let God arise, let our enemies be scattered. You wanna partner with us to make a difference and to make an impact. Again, I need you to go to newbirth.org. I need you to do it right now. Go to newbirth.org so that we can be a blessing. New Birth, we're not just talking about it. We're doing something about it. Saying tall, because at the end of the day, our God will get the glory, he'll get the honor, and he'll get the praise. Ladies and gentlemen, let's stand together every Wednesday at 7 a.m. We'll be right here. Also be mindful. Uh, good morning, Big Tig. Thank you so very much. Always a friend. Uh, let me say this. Uh, Big Tigger um, B103 is coming. We're going to serve 2,000 people for Thanksgiving. 2,000 people are we serving for Thanksgiving. Uh, the Thursday before Thanksgiving, I will open up our doors. Want you all to be mindful of it a month out so that you already know. Amy, we're the right. Thank you for always staying with us. God bless you. Let's have an incredible day. And let's watch God get the victory for our brothers and sisters in Palestine.